0: Good morning, Alana Kay. How are you doing today?
1: Hello. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well.
0: Oh, my God. I'll tell you what, this book is coming out at the right time, and I mean this in the most positive way. There's so much change in the world right now, and a book like this, The Blood Years, is going to share with readers the importance of writing down your family history.
1: I hope this book will be embraced by younger readers, uh, you know, teenagers, and grown-ups alike. I think this really is a book for Really, anyone who's interested in learning more about this time in history.
0: I'm so I'm so jealous of you writing about your grandmother's teenage life. I mean, because I mean, I don't know that much about my own grandparents.
1: Yeah, I am lucky. My grandmother Frida was a natural storyteller, and I was a very inquisitive kid. And whenever she was a brilliant uh, grown-up, whenever I asked a question, she would answer it honestly and wait for me to ask a follow-up. And in that way, she sort of gently. Uh, shared with me uh, an enormous story of a family and a tragedy um, that she gave to me sort of in degrees uh, as I was ready to hear it. Was
0: that the the inspiration behind getting the opportunity to speak with survivors of the occupation?
1: It was so important to me to do a lot of research because I'm a novelist. Mm -hmm. So this is not just my grandmother's story. It's My grandmother's story made into a novel for which I had to weave in a lot of other experiences. And so I didn't, but I didn't want to make stuff up about the Holocaust. There's enough terrible, real stuff that happened that it felt vitally important to me to honor the real stories of survivors and people who didn't survive. So I did an enormous amount of research. Listening to testimonials through the Holocaust Memorial Museum in DC, uh, reaching out to survivors that are still alive. I worked with a woman named Ruth Glassberg Gold, who's a survivor of Transnistria, Romania, and also the author of a memoir called Ruth's Journey, who read a draft of this book and helped me with my veracity. Uh, I read memoirs, uh, I read fiction written by, to get my hands on. Uh, it was very important to me to tell Joy right.
0: The wife's family has the roots in Romania, so that's maybe that's the reason why I'm so attracted to this, because I, I really do want to know her roots as well as my own roots, and I, I think that's the kind of generation that we're evolving into. It's not just about me, me, me. It's about, okay, how did we, we, we get here?
1: Oh, I hope you're right. Um, that is a very good point. What's really interesting about the city that my grandmother is from, Cernovitz, Romania, it's now Ukraine. This this, this town changed oh hands several times during this book, and one of the one of the periods of this book is when the Russians came in and took over Chernivtsi, Romania. And as I was writing this book, Russia took over Chernivtsi, Ukraine, uh, the town that you know. And it's this very all full cycle moment. This this there's a character in my book who says everything is cyclical, and for me that was a, a cycle moment, like in live action, watching this city be taken over again. By, by Russia.
0: See, it, now it reaches beyond family, and it goes into community, because now you're telling the history of Ukraine, which, which is in you know just in turmoil right now.
1: Exactly, yeah. It, it is so interesting and kind of terrifying how true it is that cycles repeat themselves. And this, as a younger person, it's something you hear, but, right. well, that can't really be true, you know? And then as you get older, and you live long enough to see the cycles occur, and as you become more educated and so you're able to reach farther back into history than your own lived experience and you can start to see these cycles um, as they're happening.
0: One of the things that's taking place in the real world is something that your your grandparents had to deal with and that is letting go of everything to seek a better tomorrow. I I just can't imagine that but yet you, you bring truth to those pages.
1: Absolutely. And my grandparents came here, in fact my father was born in Europe so I was the first generation to be born here. And they came here like so many wonderful Americans with nothing, uh, with no language, uh, no, no English, um, with no connections. And they built a life that, you know, last night I had the book launch for this party and my three siblings and our five children um, were all there in the room with me. And it was wow. absolutely, and my grandmother is no longer alive. My father is no longer alive. There's no one above me in my my chain. But here was... Me and my my siblings and my children, it really gave me chills to see what they had built, um, which they couldn't have known, you know when when my grandmother was living the experiences that inspired the blood years, she didn't even know if she was going to be alive tomorrow, mm-hmm. let alone alive to come to this wonderful country and create this family that I get to be a
0: part of you know we need books like this in the way of the things that's happening to this nation as people are coming into this country as well because we need to learn that we all came into this country my grandparents came from Germany they brought with them a bed Mm -hmm. that was that was so important to my grandfather in fact it was so important that he gave it to me as a young child and 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 I I don't know where the bed is now because I moved away from Montana but the fact of the matter is it was so important to him to bring that to America
1: yeah I love that detail. That's exactly the sort of detail that would go into my book if it had been part of my family's <laughs> history. Uh, I so want to know the story behind that. bed. yeah, we are a country of immigrants. Um, and that is, I think, one of the things that makes us such uh, a strong country and it makes me so proud whenever I get to meet anybody. to I always ask about their family and where they're from. I find it to be so fascinating, the sort of mosaic that makes up our country based on people from all over
0: from one author to another author and now as a podcaster whose words have been banned as well what what do you go through because I go through a mourning period and I also go through a very hurtful period when when something that I have done is banned or taken away how do you deal with that
1: yeah yeah Pan America has listed me uh, for you know a year now as one of the most challenged and banned authors in the United States many of my books have been removed from schools and libraries across the country Um, I think it's such a, a loss for young readers. Many of my books are for readers as, you know, I, I picture books that have been removed from collections, middle school books, young adult novels. Um, I think it's really scary. As someone whose family uh, came from a time and a place that I talk about in the blood years, where things were taken away you know the right to be a professor you know my Jewish family they couldn't teach in the university they weren't allowed to own a business they you know their books were taken from them you know I think when we start taking away opportunities to learn about one another when we start banning voices and silencing things that is never a good indication of the sort of the general greater picture um, of what's happening in, in a space and to the people who live in it so I am horrified by um, the very actual small percentage of people with very loud voices who want to limit um, children's Access to curated collections that have been put together by educated educators and librarians. Um, I think it's horrible.
0: And I'll I'll tell you, it was just a couple of weeks ago that the president said that a broken democracy doesn't doesn't find itself at the end of a barrel. It's in the silence. And so it's like the silence. We can't be silent. We're we're creative people. Don't silence us from saying something.
1: Yeah, it is. It is scary, and it it becomes when one feels afraid to uh, to share their creative work. For fear of yep. um, of what will happen to it, and how one will be seen for saying and writing the things. I, I've had people write to me and you know say terrible things to me. Um, it, it's tempting to sort of be quiet and get small. But it's that's the exact moment where it's important to be louder and speak up. And so I'm really grateful that my book, The Blood Years, is being published.
0: So many of us grew up reading the book about Anne Frank. And it makes me wonder, since you bring up the subject of a safe home and how it's really not a safe place sometimes, I have to ask in these modern day times, would you open your home to be a safe home for somebody who you need to hide?
1: Wow, that's... That's a heavy question for the last 30 seconds. Um, (laughs) I think we have an obligation (laughs) to, yeah, we are living in a home. The home is the United States. And are we, you know, even bigger than do we have an attic or do we have a space where we could hide an individual? So what are we doing to protect the environment of people who are endangered right now in our own communities? Um, And I think our voice is what helps to create that safe space. If we... Speak up when we see things happening that aren't okay. If we vote by going to our local school board elections, yep. uh, by going to our city council meetings, and paying attention to what's happening, we are creating a home uh, that is that is safe. Um, and if we don't, we're allowing the people who don't want it to be safe to make the decision. Which is something that, again, I- yeah, in my book, is is uh, something my characters experience.
0: Wow, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, Alana Kay.
1: Thank you so much. I so appreciate your having me. and please, I do hope your your listeners will find a copy of the Blood Years, and you know, and I'm very hopeful that this book will have um, a wide readership. So Absolutely. thank you for helping me.
0: You'll be brilliant today, okay?
1: Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day out there.